the Six Pointer Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Six Pointer Podcast uh, that you can follow on Twitter and Instagram at Six Pointer Podcast. It is match day. I'm here, Luke Till, with my brother Matthew Till, head of Crystal Palace home game to Watford. Um, Matthew, um, we're looking at the team here and for the third game in a row, this is unprecedented for a Roy Hodgson team. It's unchanged, uh, even though you'd imagine Luka Molivojevic may be fit again. Gary Cahill continues as captain. Um, personally, I'm quite pleased to see a, 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 an unchanged team. Yeah, I guess why would you change it, uh, given the the last few um, games and performances and results we've had? Um, no, it's good. I mean, today, uh, I'm I'm really not sure about today. We have a bit of a thing with Watford, don't we, over the last few years? Um, the whole Wilf saga as well. well I think it's, they've got a thing with us rather than... Yeah. No, I mean, I mean the games have, have, a, have a thing, so there's, there's always quite a bit of bite, isn't there, in these games. I haven't said the Watford team, but... If the likes of Kapume are playing, mm. he normally likes to get stuck in. Troy Deeney also does as well, mm. and like yeah, and as you're referring to, there seems to be a bit a bit of a rivalry, whether it's both ways and um, it's one way, <laughs> one way then. Uh, so so yeah, I'm not sure about how today's gonna gonna pan out, but but like you uh, have have alluded to, the the team is the same, and 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 yeah, and it's good to to see the same team, and it's also good to see Shot back on the bench as well. Good, good more options. Yeah, we, well, every week we seem to be saying, you know, more strength and depth. Well, admittedly, you know, it was disappointing to lose Saint Tosson back to uh, Everton with an ACL injury, um, which leaves us uh, light up front as as we have been all season, really. But good thing, like you say, we have Jeffrey Schlupp on the bench. We know what a good finisher he is. Um, you've also got Andrews Townsend in there. Um, Luca, as we mentioned beforehand, Roy De Well, Reader World, Kelly, Hennessy, and Mayer as well. So yeah, decent looking bench. Like you said, I, I didn't see the Watford team either, but yeah, they tend to be quite physical. And I think a key player for us today is going to be James McCarthy. We always hark on about how much you know, joke about him getting booked all the time, but. In the last few games against Newcastle and, and Brighton, especially, he's really stepped up to the plate a bit more. And it's not just that bite he's had. I think I think it was his overall play, you know, his his, his passing ability is really coming to the fore. And I think it's maybe it's just a case of a bloke who's been out for two years. You know, he's finally got a bit of confidence back, and he's playing like a real real Premier League player. Yeah, he's a really, he's a really good find for us. I, I don't know what we actually paid. You don't tend to see the numbers um, or the real numbers. Um, but yeah, another another. Another bargain for all the, the the dissing of the recruitment. Uh, you know, you can't really look at any of our signings um, this this season certainly and say that any of them are poor ones. So he's a prime example of that. But yeah, you know, we always joke about his bookings and how he get how much he gets stuck in. But you know, we need that and you need that bite. It's part of the Palace team now, isn't it? And with with that sort of midfield three that we've got, I, I would I wouldn't bring Luca back in. I don't I don't see what any of those three in the centre of the park have done. To um, to deserve being dropped, so um, yeah, a real key part of the team, and I think one who's um, for me one of the first eleven, regardless of injuries. Yeah, and the two junior Max are really forming a good partnership in midfield as well. You know, James McArthur is becoming a real box to box player. Uh, Czech Kote, who obviously can carry the ball and then feed it into the likes of Zahar Bentekele, who, who, who sort of play up front. Then, so I mean, if I'm going to push you, then you, you said you weren't sure about the game. Um, what about prediction and a Palace goal scorer, if there is going to be one, if, if you're feeling that positive? Well, so on the back of their result last week as well, yeah, I have to take that into account as well. Uh, I'm going to go one all, and I'm going to go Wilf to score for us. 
fair enough. Um, I feel like I always do this. No, I tell you what, I, I always go 2 well. I'm going to go 3-1 Palace. Oh, God. Christian Benteke to open the scoring. James MacArthur to get a goal. Um, and then I fancy uh, Schluppy to come on and get one towards the death. Gary, Gary, Gary Cahill's due a header. If we if these corners keep coming like they are, actually, Gary Cahill might get one. Well, that's a good point, isn't it? I mean, if you've, got, if you've got PVA taking the set pieces again, then yeah, Gary, Cahill and, and Dan are real, and Kuta as well, are, are real sort of uh, uh, threats from, from, from those set pieces. So yeah, go on, I'll, I'll, I'll stick a couple of quid on Gary Cahill and then he can buy me dinner tonight. Perfect. Well, not literally, you know, um, might have a curry. Courtesy of Gary Cahill. I'll let him know. Not with Gary Cahill. Well, I, I could invite him, you know. Never know. Drop my line, see what's going on. See, see, yeah. see, well, it depends on the result, guys. Celebrate. Because if, if, well, if we lose, he's not going to want to come around. Which right. Well, let's see. All right, anyway, right, we'll leave it there then. And uh, you'll be back with us uh, after the um, after the game, bringing a bit of a post match analysis and hopefully three points for the Palace. Not oh, the Palace. Not the Palace. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to part two of the Six Pointer podcast following Crystal Palace's 1-0 home win against Watford. Matthew, three wins on the trot. Um, Pushing Palace up to ninth, tenth place, I think it is, as as we stand before the evening game. Um, A a, a good win against a very physical Watford Watford side. Um, We just looked at the um, yellow card stats and I, I, I was surprised to see it was only four each. Very close game, but well done Palace. Um, took took our took our chance, took it well. Um, great finish from from Jordan Ayew, but a really nice build up, moving the build up to to the goal, and um, and yeah, just kind of we said before the game would have a lot of bite. It certainly had that. What if I had a game plan, which was to frustrate and to um, annoy probably as well, because mm. they were uh, making lots of um, sort of gritty tackles. There was lots of pushing, pulling, shoving. Um, they they'd kind of they 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 knew where to draw the line, didn't they? Without just a way to get just about get away with it. I, I think it, to be fair though, it wasn't just them. I think it was a niggly game. There were some tackles, some strong tackles going in from both both sides. To be fair, to be fair, I know, I know Watford have got this reputation for sort of trying to wind up Wilf and which which they did do to an extent. Uh, and Wilf got booked um, for something which I'm, I'm not quite sure why he got booked. If I'm honest, I'm, I'll have to watch that one back, but. Um, he pulled him back. Is that what it was? Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that we handled it quite well. And a, a gentleman who I talked about pre-match was, was key really in James McCarthy. And I thought for me, probably my man in the match. I think because of the game it was, the central midfield, the three were so important, weren't they? I do agree with you. Palace were given as good as they got. I just guess that, I guess what I'm saying is that Watford's game plan, they, they went out to, to create that sort of um, dynamic um, because it plays to their strengths, right? So you know, like Sakapua, you know, he, he gets away with, with with that sort of tackle and approach. And you know, our, our, they know we know that Zahar is our main out, our main threat. So they look look to frustrate and wind him up, don't they? Because it gets a reaction. But yeah, if if it, it felt like I think it was four and four yellow cards, wasn't it? Either side for us and Watford, and it felt like a, a lot of a more of a dirty game. Than that the referees get a lot of stick. Mm about how he was managing the game which, which was quite I don't know for me uh, quite unjust I think because I think he was trying to let the game flow a little bit and I commend any referee that tries to do that but at some point you sort of got to draw the line haven't you so I, I do understand where you're coming from but yeah uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not sure that I'm not sure if he ever sort of um, 
lost the game, as people would say. But I actually think that there were points when it boiled, it risked boiling over, yeah. wasn't it? You know, so there was a thing when Coyote got booked half, with Kapua. Yeah. yeah, there was that sort of incident, which again, again, like I said earlier, though, was linked to the frustrates of Harper's place. But I, d- I don't think we ever sort of got stuck in that. I think we still kept to our game plan, which I think was to keep the ball as much as possible. Mm. I think we 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 did that well. I think. I think we we played to our strengths. I think the central midfield, like you say, James McCarthy was fantastic. But Coyote had another good game. Jimmy McIntyre came off as well. Was 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 good as well. Which we hope isn't a, a serious injury. Anyway, I, I imagine it's just a case that Luca wanted to get some game time and put him on. And maybe you know the fact that Jimmy Mack probably runs about ten, twelve k a game. You know, it was it was a chance to give him a bit of a rest. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, um, yeah, don't don't know, do we? But you know, like you say, I hope there's nothing in it. But um, yeah, pl- pl- I'm I'm really pleased with that. I think we we ground out the result as well. You know, we scored uh, in the first half, didn't we? In the second half, we, you know, there was there was a risk that we we came out second half and 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 you know they caught us on the attack because I think we had a lot of we had a lot of the attacking play in the second half. I thought for the start of the the game and the game itself started off a bit it was quite an even game was it to start with so the first 10 minutes all last they had a spell for about 10-15 yeah. yeah and then it got so the first half sort of petered out by the goal um, yeah look re- really pleased and, and Roy again what a fantastic um, you know set up that, that he put out there what a game plan we had and, and great news and, and great, great to get a win after him signing that new um, new contract as well yeah definitely and, and, and you know the, the players all sort of were I mean, it's hard to fault any of the Palace players today. I thought across the back line, Joel Ward, Gary Cahill, Captain Fantastic, Scott Dan was getting in with their headers. PVA had a really good game. He's on a bit of a purple patch at the moment, isn't he? Czech Kirites, you know, was driving the ball forward. We talk, mentioned James McCarthy and MacArthur earlier. Um, Luca came on and I think he had a couple of tackles. I mean, it was nice just for him to get a bit of game time, I think. Wilf was what did, did his best not to get wound up. And then for the goal uh, itself, I mean, I think it was Wilf to, uh, PVA to Wilf to uh, James MacArthur, who, who played a beautiful ball for, for Jordan Ayew, who, who managed to somehow get a fantastic shot away from the edge of the box, just 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 <laughs> just maybe just inside the area, in between two players. And I, I mean, even if Ben Foster was completely sighted, I don't think he, he, he could have got that. But yeah, uh, credit to to, uh, to a, a very resilient Roy Hodgson performance. And like you say, you know, he's, I think everyone's really pleased the fact that well, majority of people are really pleased that he's signed his contract got his extension now to next year which gives if nothing else a bit more stability and and you must imagine that given the last few transfer windows that has been promised um some sort of war chest to to, to, to dig into the cliches there um to, to hopefully to, to to bring to bring in some um some players and who who you imagine you know else we may, may lose some in the summer anyway yeah, because there's going to be a few big ones, aren't there? Who... It could be a turnover, couldn't they? Yeah. Quite a large turnover. Has Benteke got a contract that ends this year? Uh, Benteke's until next year, but yes. I think I think you know I, I, they're not going to want to lose him for nothing. So I think this season, if you're going to get any money for him, this will be it. It'll, it. You know, whether Wilf will go after what happened last summer, um, you don't know. Um, but yeah, I think certainly in the striking department, you're going to see a bit of a, a bit of an overhaul, and it could be. a you know, a new look Crystal Palace come next season, but we've still got nine games to go. We're in a good place now, I think, aren't we? 39 points? I mean, I, I think 36 is enough, but 39... It's, it's moment, a brilliant place to be in with, with just, you know, with, with the number of games left, nine games left. You know, are you and eight goals? Um, and, and, you know, it does give Palace a chance to, to look ahead and, and hopefully we can enjoy the rest of the season because, you know, the expectation um, is kind of set now after three wins on a run yeah, that we yeah. crack on and push on from here. But at the same time, you hope that the fan base and 
you know the whole club as a whole can can enjoy the fact that this is going to be a very successful year that you know we are very comfortably uh, mid-table now um, I've talked to you before about the boring mid-table mediocrity you know take that all day long it yeah. hasn't hasn't been that, that journey to get here but you know with, with sort of what is it is it nine games left nine, nine left yeah. I mean yeah it's, 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 it's quite impressive I mean had had you not have Wolves and Sheffield United having such fantastic season we'd be talking about Palace in, in the European places what are we only uh, what are we three points off sixth it's something like that or four, or points. four, four points it, it's, it's ridiculously tight up there and, and I mean looking down the table I know Newcastle got a result today you know you've got Norwich on 21 Villa on 25 and then, you're, and then you've got three teams on 27 I mean basically I think probably everyone up to I think maybe Newcastle have probably secured safety now um, Southampton also so yeah it's out of Brighton West Ham Watford Bournemouth Villa and Norwich for me it's nice not to have to be involved in that side of yeah. as well and you know do you know Europe isn't out of our reach right and actually if you look back at it that if you, if you swap, to swap it out mm. we lost to Wolves right at home Yeah, we gave away that oh, last no, Drew, Drew, sorry Drew. Drew so you turn that away that's two points back mm-hmm. Sheffield United lost to them twice haven't we uh, we lost the away game. We lost at home. Yeah, home yeah, 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 yeah. And the Arsenal home game, we should have got something out of. But, but, but what I mean is, if you change those Wolves and Sheffield United results around, we are mm. in those places. We yeah. are fifth, sixth in the league. Yeah. So you know, massive credit to Roy. You know, seriously, well, well, well done. Get his statue up as, uh, as quickly as possible. <laughs> um, and and you know, hats off to the players as well because it was another committed performance today. At points, there were there were times when it could have boiled over into you know a bit of a brawl. But, but you know, I felt largely Palace kept out of that. Um, and, and you know we stuck to stuck to a, a resilient, um, resolute um, uh, performance that got us three points. And you know hats off because it, it, it you know puts us in tenth and, and a great place to enjoy the rest of the season. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I'm just uh, there was a stat that I had came up with pre-game, wasn't there about AU? And I think he was on. It was something like he was Andrew Johnson had won the most. From, I think from his contribution in terms of goals, someone had worked out that, I think it was one of these Optostat things, that Andrew Johnson had won the most um, points uh, for a Premier League Crystal Palace club um, in 15 points. And Jordan Ayew, before this game, was on 12. So now, Jordan Ayew is now level now, because obviously getting three points from today. So that's, he's, he's now level. He, he has won the most Premier League points for Crystal Palace as a single player. I, get, I take it that means sort of individual goals that have won the game. Um which you know, for we, we, like you like you mentioned in the in part one before the game, you know, the much lamented transfer policy, two point five million. It's it's God knows how much is Jordan Ayew worth now. I mean, if 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 Palace were to sell him to sell him this summer, you've got to be looking for someone of that 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 you know work rate as well as finishing product. You know, someone who comes up with the goals. You've got to be looking at about twenty five million pounds at least, haven't you? I'm not sure we're going to times ten out outlay on him, but I'm, I'm no. I'm saying his value at the moment. I mean, for a, for a player that scores what eight eight goals a season, if you the season ends now, if a player you're scores, if you're, gonna, you're saying you have to go and buy him out now yeah, for, for yeah. A, yeah I, I guess I get I guess so. I mean, it's tricky, isn't it? Because wages come into it, lengths of contracts and stuff. Yeah, I, I'm, obviously I'm I'm oversimplifying a little bit, but yeah, yeah you know yeah. where I'm coming from. Yeah, but it's like we like we talk about you know replacing steady um, players, you know the likes of Joel Ward for a long, long time, you know to get another Premier League right back. You know what do we pay for PVA? Thirteen million. That's, that looks cheap now, doesn't it? Yeah. Schluck was a similar sort of money again. That looks cheap. So yeah, I, I think um, like I said before, transfer policy, whilst it's much maligned and maybe hasn't brought us the the players in that we need, like the January one, and therefore like us losing our only striker signing and you know Connor Wickham's now out so we're yeah. very 
uh, very limited that space, but we're in 10th and we are on 39 points, so you know, it's not such an issue. But you know, hats off to Roy for working with that. Let's, let's keep it positive. Look, look towards the ne next game. Next Saturday is Bournemouth away. Um, and then the daunting task of uh, Liverpool away as well, but um, well not so because we beat we built Watford today and they beat Liverpool, so we're better than Liverpool, right? Oh, obviously, yeah, Absolutely. by that, by that, yeah. But no, I mean, um, Matthew will be taking over pod duties for that because I'll be in uh, Vietnam, so I might be able to dial in hopefully and, and give a bit of a review from my uh, my. Can I catch Corona over the phone, or I'll be alright? I'll be coughing over the phone, thank for you, you, mate. Thank yeah, you. yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, um, but no, yeah, cer certainly we're in a good place and, and looking forward to going into Burnley. Someone who I think they're on they're on the same points as us now going to. The, I know they're playing Tottenham Bournemouth oh Bournemouth is it I always get Bournemouth and Burnley mixed up don't so, I? It's, so it's Bournemouth then Liverpool away then Burnley right that's what it is so where, where are Bournemouth they're, they're, they're fighting down the bottom they're struggling think, yeah. They? Yeah, yeah yeah so so I mean it won't be it won't be an easy game that's for sure yeah they're further from bottom as it stands I don't know how they got on today did they lose they must have lost, didn't they? Put me in the spot, yeah. Put me in the spot. I don't well, you're, you're, you're the man know. with all the stats, mate. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm counting on you to come through. All right, never mind. They lost two one. Lost two one. There we go. Yeah. So they're, 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 it's getting a bit desperate down the bottom there now. All the teams are going to be needing to pick up points. So um, for us, go very comfortably. Um, but hopefully, you know, you've got to think every place now. I think from I think is it from 13th to 7th is worth something like nearly two million pound a place. That's yeah, that's that's a lot of money to play for. So uh, very positive, uh, excellent Palace win, three wins on the bounce. Uh, Sir Roy Hodgson uh, needs to be knighted. I know he's already a finished knight, but he needs to be knighted in this country. Um, Matthew, thank you very much for your time. Cheers up the palace, up the palace, uh, and we'll be back with you next week. Cheers. The Six Pointer Podcast. <laughs>